0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Hot the Mist. I'm your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm so glad to be back. It's been a weird fucking week. It's always so weird when a holiday, especially one like 4th of July, like where it's just that singular day. Well, I mean, I guess every holiday is a singular day, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like with like Christmas and New Year's, like that all kind of just gets rolled into one and then Thanksgiving, like it's just like a weird fucking time. With 4th of July, it's like it's on a Tuesday. We work Monday. We work Wednesday. But there was like a lot of vacation happening. It's It was a lot. So my apologies for not getting an episode up earlier this week. I went up north, completely forgot my mic. So that's my bad, guys. Um, I hope everyone was safe, happy, healthy. Ate a lot of hot dogs. Um, shot some fireworks, you know. I'm not a big firework girl myself. Like, I... I I feel like once you see one, you've seen them all. Like, I don't need to see them. But it was a nice thing Um, we did. I went up north with Danny's family. The baby was there. It was, like, so sweet. Um, She's literally a perfect angel. Um, So many people were asking where she was getting her, where um, Jamie, his sister-in-law, was getting the flensies from for her baby. I'm like, guys, I don't know. Like, please ask her. Like, she's tagged in the photos. Like, I, I cannot speak for where this woman shops for her baby. Like, please. So, you guys, a lot of news broke. So we all know what I'm talking about? We're talking about Kyle Mauricio. Now, this is something that I've been fucking discussing on this podcast for, I would say, a month. Maybe longer. Something I've noticed. Something I've been keeping track of. Something you know you know. And I won't lie It is a little frustrating to see some creators on TikTok, mainly TikTok, honestly, um, and some on Instagram who like are completely like just taking this theory and just like running with it. And like, you know, it's kind of annoying, Um, but it's weird. Like I the Internet is and I'm not, you know, reinventing the wheel by saying that it's just a little frustrating and that's all it is. I don't think about it, you know, before I go to bed at night. It's not something I think about during the day. It's not anything like that. Like, I'm just allowed to feel a little bothered, um, given the fact, like, no one has credited me in any way, shape, or form, um, except for Face Reality, who, like, took this theory and ran with it in the best way possible. She was on an episode of Bitch Sash with Casey, um, Wilson and Daniel Schneider, and, um, um, She credited me, which was, like, really nice. I, you know, God bless. But, like I said, it's weird because, like, there's no... I always speak on this, but there's, like, no nuance on the Internet. So, like, when I go on, like, a jokey rant on my Instagram stories where I'm saying I'm the founding father of a theory, I'm not saying I'm a fucking Einstein, okay? It's, like, it's not that deep. Like, please take it as a fucking joke because that's what it is. It's so annoying. Like, people were being, like... Well, you know, this was on the Reddit threads in February. I'm like, bitch, I don't go on the dark web, okay? I'm not going on Reddit. I am not one of those people that scours Reddit for theories and... I No, I have too much fucking shit to do. Like, you know, it's annoying to me that people you know are like well this was on reddit it's like everything's on fucking reddit guys like it's a joke i'm a i threw up a picture of lin-manuel miranda in hamilton clearly this is a joke it's not that serious it obviously is sad that a marriage is ending there were people like some big bravo accounts were really relishing in the fact that Mauricio and Kyle are no longer together I think it's really disgusting and gross it's like no one is relishing in this like no one's like oh thank god I fucking hated Mauricio and Kyle like that's not what it that's not like people are so dense so goddamn obtuse I am fucking on one I feel like I'm about to start my period I don't know what's going on but like I just can't take it like it's so frustrating to me like someone's like oh do you want a cookie I'm like sherbet sure, crumble cookies insomnia cookies chips a fucking hoy. i hate everyone honestly because it's like just because you're like oh my god i can't believe this theory is like actually legit like holy shit i can't believe something i just like came across and like did a little sleuthing little nancy grace action i didn't expect it to like come to fruition like that's not you know i mean i'm not shocked you know i'm not taken aback but like for people to, like, think just because you're like, holy shit, I can't believe this is, like, actually real. That, like, that's not relishing in it, you stupid fuck. I'm fucking on one. Like, I recorded with Chris earlier today and, like, him and I were just on a hate train. Like Everything that was, we're talking about was, like, fucking hated. Like, it was... We even, like, tried to, like, do a segment where we were, like, talking about things that we liked. And, like, it diverted into things that we hated. Like, I just think the world is just a shit palace right now and... We're trying to find the joy, and I'll get to that in a minute. But, like, I can bitch. I need to bitch, and I'm going to bitch into the mic. And you can turn it off. I really – whatever you want to do is fine with me. Um, I'm sure I'll hear about it in the reviews. But I don't know. It's so – obviously, it's really sad that Kyle and Mauricio have separated. So people put out their um, – how do I – like a statement, basically, from Kyle and Mauricio – and it says Kyle and Mauricio have separated after 27 years of marriage. Kyle and Mar- a source close to the pair, aka them, Kyle and Mauricio have been separated for a while now, but are still living under the same roof. They remain amicable as they figure out what's next for them and their family. Um, let's see, we're the same with or without cameras. We're just super real, and we know each other, and we're real. Umansky told People in March of t- 2013. That was 10 years ago, so times times have changed. A little bit. Um and another thing I wanna point out is the statement that they put out on Instagram. It is so carefully worded. It is like they don't wanna say that they're getting divorced, they don't wanna say that they're like happily in a relationship and everything is bullshit because it's not. Um, I think Face Reality did like an amazing job with their sleuthing. Like, I mean, Kyle and Morgan Wade have like matching tattoos. Morgan Wade has a like, K. Hey, tattooed of kyle's signature on her arm like this is real like this is really happening we're not just like pulling shit out of our ass and i i almost appreciate the fact that they are addressing this but they're also like not going to give us everything you know what i'm saying so this is what they said in a joint statement of course black background white letters as all serious statements are on instagram In regards to the news that came out about us today, any claims regarding us divorcing are untrue. However, yes, we have had a rough year, the most challenging one of our marriage, but we both love and respect each other tremendously. There has been no wrongdoing on anyone's part. Although we are in the public eye, we ask to be able to work through our issues privately. While it may be entertaining to speculate, please do not create false stories to fit a further salacious narrative. Thank you for the love and support, Kyle and Mauricio like I said, it's extremely carefully worded. It's, you know, they don't want to, they don't want to do too much. Um, then when the news broke, we heard from our girl, Alison Dubois. She says, my phone is blowing up from reporters now that Kyle and Mauricio have separated. So here's my comment. I don't wish Kyle ill. I hope she finds what she's looking for. I guess I'm the only one who saw this coming. People kept telling me I was picking up by like Camille's divorce. Not Kyle. Parentheses, okay, you armchair psychics, you can sit down. Mic drop. Hashtag housewives, hashtag housewives of Beverly Hills, hashtag medium. Wow, wow, wow. Dusty. Dad, if a psychic wrote that about me, guys, I'd pack it up. I'd pack it up. Like, babe, w- this is organ. This isn't working for us. Because it's obviously, I think that they're going through a hard time, but I also get the feeling that it's not going to be an when if or when they decide to actually you know divorce I can't imagine it being ugly like I don't think that's Kyle's personality when especially when it comes to like Mauricio and like their relationship I feel like 27 years is a long time to be with somebody they've raised kids together they've built empires together they've been on reality tv together like it's a lot and I feel like if they do decide to separate, like, they would be very amicable. I don't think it's going to be a Croy Kim situation. I don't think it's going to be Shannon and David. I don't think it's going to be... I think it's going to be very Ramona and Mario, frankly. Like, I feel like, and in this situation, honestly, I feel like Kyle's Mario. Um, Which, I don't know what, you know, that says. But I that's the vibe I'm getting. Like, I just think, for their kids' sake, they would put it aside because I also think Kyle's close with Farah's dad like they're very cool with each other they're very chill they don't mind seeing each other they I feel like they've had birthdays and holidays together like it's all good um obviously though it is sad because Kyle and Mauricio were kind of like the ones you could always like count on and two judgy girls made a post and they were like which one shocked you more the Scandaval or the Kyle and Mauricio stuff and I said like Scandal shocked me the most, but Kyle still makes me sadder because this to me is like a family. They have four kids together. They've got tons of dogs that run around that house and wreak havoc, you know, eating shoes and running away down the driveway. The antics, the hijinks, those dogs get out too. So, and it is kind of shocking, but also like I can kind of see it because I mean, I have been doing the thing, but to me, it's like, okay, they've been together for 27 years. Like, this shit happens. Um, It's sad, but... And I also find it odd that Kyle is now close again with Kathy and Kim. Like, that is very telling. That was, like, one of the biggest tells for me that something was going on. Also, like, she wouldn't comment on any of his posts about her. Like, she wouldn't post him. Like, you guys know. I've done the rundown. Um, But Wow. It's just, I hope they're working through it. Um, And I honestly, like, I just want them to be happy. And if that means, like, they're not together and they navigate a new way through this, like, then that's fine too, you know? And, I mean, there's been fair share of Mauricio's affair rumors, you know, swirling and twirling around um, the stratosphere. So, I don't know. Let's all keep them in our thoughts. Um, and you know who I'm worried about, you guys? Baby Portia. She could take this well. She's a teenager. This is, like, this is why I always say, like, I'm so happy my parents divorced when I was little. Like, I can't imagine going your whole life it, up until you're, like, 15 to, you know, like, when people divorce. Like, I feel like everyone divorces, like, when their kids, like, leave for college. Like, I cannot imagine that. Like, you think you have, like, a stable family life. Your parents are together. They're going to work it out. Maybe they've had issues. Like, maybe they fought. But, like, they're your parents. And then that rug gets pulled up from underneath you. When you're little, like, when you're, like, three years old, like I was, like, you don't know what the fuck is going on. You're just like, okay. Like, mom and dad aren't together anymore. And I was, like, really lucky with my parents because they – I've said it on this podcast before. But, like, they never made it an issue for me. Like, they never fought over who got to see me. They never – you know, tried to dangle custody in front of one another. They never came for each other. Like, it wasn't ugly at all. It was just, like, obviously really sad for them, but, like, it worked out in the end, and I was a baby, so, like, I didn't fucking know any different, and it's totally fine. Like, it's when people ask me, people love to ask me if I wish I had siblings. It's, like, their favorite question. And it's, like, I don't know. Like, I've never had them, so I don't know what that's like. And, like, I've seen some fucking horror stories about people with siblings. So it's like, is the grass always greener? I don't know. But I go back. Anyway, that's my thoughts on Kyle and Maurice, um, who I don't think Kathy or Kim ever fucking like. But, like, do you want their approval? TBD on that. Um, I don't know. I also want to talk about something. And people aren't going to like this. I gotta say. I'm over Kim Cattrall. I'm over it. She had her time in the sun. We begged and begged and begged for her to come back. We all said last season, i just like that. Oh my God, it'd be amazing if Samantha came back. Why can't they put their shit aside? She really fucking hates Sarah Jessica Parker. Blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I understand um, that, sorry, I'm just like Googling Kim Cattrall's Instagram post about Sarah Jessica Parker that she put up a few years ago so I understand like not everybody gets along in the workplace but like for the sake of like the art you move on and you move through it I this might be a take not everybody wants to hear but if everybody on the set seems to have an issue with you except for Pat Fields Like maybe it's you, sweetie. Maybe it's you. It's also a lot of ego. Like SJP is was for the original series an executive producer, and that was something that was important to her from the very beginning. And she had certain boundaries. She was like, "I don't want to show my breasts." Um, you rarely hear um, uh, sorry, Carrie Bradshaw swear. Like she had these certain limits and these boundaries, and the other women didn't. And you know, there, I'm sure there was a lot of conversation. Samantha became such an icon. All of four of the women really did such an incredible job on that show. That's why I literally have a podcast about it. And, you know, of course, there was like some tension. There was some fighting. There was some feeling like I'm not getting my flowers. And um, that, you know she told pierce morgan in 2017 she's like we were never friends and i remember there was like a neutral hollywood story and it was like famous feuds or something like that and it was like there was rumors that sarah jessica parker and kim cattrall did not get along and that obviously has now come out it's been verified confirmed over and over and over again and SJP and kim cattrall like SJP doesn't seem to like not like her until now and I'll get to that. But SJP seems to me, in the beginning, was just like, I don't really get it. It's fine. Like, if she doesn't want to come back, okay. Like, we would love to have her. We would love to work her into the show. Like, they'd have much different energy. And then it all came out officially. When Kim Cattrall posted on Instagram. In the photo for the grid, it's just words. And it says, I don't need your love or support at this tragic time, Sarah Jessica Parker. And then the caption says, My mom asked me today, quote, When will that Sarah Jessica Parker, that hypocrite, leave you alone? Your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel you really were then and now. Let me make this very clear, if I haven't already. You are not my family. You are not my friend. So I'm writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl persona. And then she goes, copy and paste link. The New York Post article. So, And that was to a New York Times or New York Post article about how the mean girl culture destroyed sex in the city, which it's like we have to move on from this like narrative that like if you're a woman and like you don't exactly like another girl, that doesn't mean you're a mean girl. It just means like you just don't fuck with them and that's fine. Like that's that narrative, like that whole idea that women have to just blindly like love and support every single woman and like every set and workplace that features women everyone's just gonna get along and band together and it's like babe that's not the fucking real world okay it's so frustrating and maybe I'm just on one because like for example on the way up north Danny and I were listening to the armchair expert with Dax Shepard which was like I don't mind Dax at all I actually like him and I like his podcast but he had Robert Downey Jr. on so I thought oh my god this will be like interesting like let's listen to it I had to turn it off it was fucking insufferable and I was just like men get away with so fucking much and I know that this is a duh moment on this podcast but there are a lot of them but it was just like it just made me angry like to sit there and listen to this man like talk about how he's just like neurotic and he's crazy and like he's just like this and he's that but that's okay and he's fine because he's self-aware and self-actualized and he's sober now and he's this and he's that but like on set like He's a very difficult person to be around. And he's said this openly. He's like, I'm difficult. My wife is a saint because she puts up with me. She knows boundaries. She knows this. We're in couples therapy, blah, 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 blah. If a woman went on a podcast and said all of these things, oh my god, it would be a fucking shit show. So I'm just like kind of over Kim Cattrall, right? But like I was open to having her back. No, I don't give a fuck, guys. I don't care one single bit she's been doing her press for that shitty show on Netflix called glamorous that came out the same day as in just like that and she's been like throwing jabs she's like well the head of HBO called and they said 'Well, we'll give you this offer if you come to this movie like it's very like old school like I hate it I am so sorry this is such a negative episode like I'm just on one and I'm like blacking out um it just she basically was just like listen, basically is like, give me this bottom line number and I'll do your stupid fucking show. And she's gone on many shows and said this. And then, guys, other girls are fucking pissed. They're mad. Because they were like, we wanted this cameo to be like a surprise for the fans. And like, you fucking leaked it. And now you're talking shit on us. That's our problem, bitch. So there's no fucking chance that she will ever come back. Miranda Hobbs aka Cynthia Cynthia Nixon was on Watch What Happens Live last week and she was like yeah there's not that's not gonna happen not gonna happen they're done and I feel like for a long time Cynthia Nixon and um oh my god I'm totally blanking on her name oh my god I'm gonna kill myself what why am I blanking on Charlotte York why am I blanking on her name I'm like okay. Kristen Davis oh my god I was about to call her Kathleen I don't know what's wrong with me They've like kind of come out and like, yeah, we're pissed and they but they for a long time, they were kind of like, we want the girls to get along. We want everyone back together, blah, blah, blah. Like imagining Kristen Davis being like a mean girl to someone is just like not real to me. I don't know. It's just guys, I'm over it. I don't need to at the back I it mean, just like that hot take alert. Um, anyway, so let's get into the real house of Orange County, the Crown Jewel, my favorite fucking show on the planet. Guys, they're delivering week after week. I mean, it's just getting better and better. It's getting better and better. I'm loving it. And so we pick up where we left off last week, where it's um, Heather DeBro versus Taylor Armstrong over this. I am B D I M D B I H Q. It's like out of control. They can't fucking get it right. And Heather's like, it's not only anti-female, but it's just not supportive. And I'm like, Heather will eat the girls up. Like, in the calmest, most precise way. It's like a samurai. She comes in with a clean blade and she opens. It's like a fruit ninja, honestly. Remember that game on your phone? That was... Dark time. Angry Birds and Fruit Ninja was a really dark time for for bones. Smartphones. Um, and then it cuts to, you know, Taylor was like, well, I'm not the one that made the jab about it being the 1900s, Tamara. That was you. And then it cuts back... <laughs> and it was tamra but of course it was tamra you guys like tamra is that's what she's gonna do tamra's gonna tamra and it's not even like a calculated move on her part it really isn't i really feel like this is just who she is and i'm thrilled i'm loving it and you know Heather was like, "Well, were you making fun of me in the bathroom?" You know, Tamara always likes to take people to the bathroom. That's like her thing. If you guys go back and rewatch Orange County, ever like for fun, she's always taking people to the bathroom to like to hash things out and like get their stories straight. It's so iconic. And you know, Tamara at this point in the night, Tamara can't even speak. Okay, she is not able to even like get a sentence out without like slurring, and speaking this speaking of accent work we gotta talk about gina casita gina casita says this word and i've never heard it pronounced this way and it was like ridiculous it was this upsetting, and i was like why are you talking like this like i've never heard anyone's accent from where she's from like I've never heard anyone from New York talk like this, ever. I've spoken to a lot of New Yorkers. And I've just, maybe it comes out like when she's drinking. I'm not sure. But she has her fucking foot on Tamara's neck. Like, she is not getting off the gas when it comes to taking Tamara down. And it's like, that's how you're going to, that's how you're going to secure your spot next season. Whether I like it or not, whether I think it's ridiculous or not, whether I think Gina is unhinged. And frankly, just annoying. Um, She's coming back. I mean, and poor Emily, like, you know, when you're a housewife and you can't make it on one of these trips, you are kind of worried. I would imagine like in the back of your mind be like, oh, fuck, like, what if all the drama happens there and I'm not there and then I'm not going to be a part of it and then I get kicked off next season, blah, blah, blah. And so Heather and Tam are in the bathroom and Heather's just like, well, were you being rude? Like, were you not being my friend? Tamara's list now because Tamara's perfect at her job and her job is being a housewife. And it's something that's interesting that we're seeing this season that I honestly like wasn't expecting, but it's a callback to season nine, Shannon's first season on Houses of Orange County. When she came on, that was the same season that Vicky and Tamara really were trying to push Heather out or they like weren't fucking with her. Basically, they were like your fancy pants, you um why did I talk like that you are fancy pants you're like all these things and so it's interesting that it's kind of happening again and I I don't think Heather was probably expecting that that they would um you know kind of team up against her or not even that but like push her out and make her feel like the third wheel and that is Unfortunately, I feel like I've experienced this so many times that like when you're in a group of 3, like there's always two people at any given time that are going to be closer, going to have more in common, going to whatever. Like look at the Kardashian girls, Kim, Courtney, and Khloe. Always one of them is always going to be on the outs in some way, shape or form. And like that's kind of interesting to see that this is happening with Heather. Because when Tamara and Shannon are back, like, they're both, like, kind of a mess, you know? They're slurring and taking tequila shots and they're getting crazy. And, like, Heather just, that's not who she is. And that's okay. That's why we love Heather because she's the one cleaning up the Haribo gummies um, off the floor as Tamara is, like, straddling Shannon on the stairs. So I just find it interesting. Another thing that always makes me laugh, and I don't know if this is how people actually live their lives, but does everyone wear matching pajama sets to bed, or is it just on TV? It is like, am I living my life wrong? I go to bed looking like a ghoul, look like a dirty fucking ghoul, and then I see these women and they're all these cute little sets, like Jen, Taylor, Gina, they're all in these cute matching sets. And I'm just like, am I like living wrong? And don't get me wrong, I love a pajama set. I have several, but like, I'm not gonna wear the same ones every single night. And also, my ass got too fucking big to fit in like majority of my pajama sets. But like, these women just look fabulous, like, sitting around this campfire, cabin, moose head, lasso place. Like, they're really relaxing in their jammies. And I think it's cute. And also, Taylor, Taylor Armstrong, sweetie, she's not playing games. She is not playing games on this show, okay? She, we all need to remember her origin story. I'm not talking with Russell. I'm talking just in general, the fact that she was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. in it's like peak prime deliciousness with LVP, Kyle, Kim um camille you're such a fucking liar camille you know she was with adrian tinsel tinsel tits like she really was like a part of that whole like you know it's a birth of a great franchise so she knows what's going on when she's talking to gina and jen and is like is tamma trying to take me out behind my back by pulling heather into the bathroom because it's like she's dealt with lbp sweetie she knows what's going on. She knows when an orchestrator is orchestrating. Whether Tamra's doing it, honestly, like intentionally is, is a possibility. Whereas, obviously, LBP was definitely a sniper from the side, as Erica says. Or said, excuse me. So I do think it's interesting to watch Taylor kind of enter back into this world, but with a very different group of people. Very different energy. She's got a different life now. You know, at first I was like, I don't like need to see Taylor. Like, I felt I was the only one on this planet that was like, who really cares about Taylor? But now I'm, now I'm getting it. Now I'm really in it. I find it interesting. I think she brings like the perfect amount of like drama and stirs it up a little bit. Like wh- later on in the episode with Heather, where she's like, I could be your mom, but Heather could definitely be your mom. Girl, are you trying to get popped, or are you trying to get along, as Lala Ken says? So. I don't know but then the girlies are hanging around the um kitchen and Tamara just brings up uh Jen and Ryan and is like yeah he's a known cheater he's a known cheater and he said that he wanted to fuck me excuse me but I was gagged I was like oh my god she was like yeah he walked in the gym he pointed at me and said I'm gonna fuck her and I'm like Honestly, flattering, but also disgusting. This man is a menace, you guys. He's a goddamn menace to society. He's the 2023 version of Slade Smiley. Like, who is he? Who is this Ryan? I don't understand it. And they're all like, okay, well, you obviously have to tell Jen, like, this is really bad. And she's like, well, he's cheated on her before with this girl, Heather. I'm like, what is going on? Like, this is why Jen is a perfect addition for the show, because she really came on this I don't think fully grasping how perfect she is for this show. I think she was probably like, yeah, okay, I'll do this show. We'll show my kids. You know, we'll show my yoga studio. No one would really care about my story that much, right? And it's like, babe, that's all we're going to be talking about. That's all we're going to be talking about, pumpkin, okay? And so then, I mean, Tamara just being like, he's a town whore. And Heather goes, the town whore. And she's like, the town whore. And they're all just yelling town whore at each other in the kitchen at 1230 a.m., like eating hairball gummies and marshmallows. I was like, God bless these women. These women are giving us, we haven't had in so long, low stakes drama, dynamic relationships, drunkenness, but not in like a dark way. Like Roni kind of got a little dark with that. Um, you know, it feels delicious. It feels like we're watching a group of professionals and I love that and not not the professionals like a Dubai way where like I feel like Dubai was made in a lab. I feel like this is like legit. So something I have to I have issue with is these little excursions these women are going on. Why the fuck are they shoveling actual shit like actual shit. It was giving simple ice. And I was disgusted, disgusted. And I was more disgusted that Gina decided to use that moment as an opportunity to talk to Heather about uh, the whole IMDb situation. I'm like, you guys are in a sweat box filled with manure, shoveling shit. And this is the time that you want to chat. I'd be like, can we go outside in the fresh air? I'm in a trailer, hunkered down. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. I would be like, livid. I'd be like, Gina, I'm covered in sweat. My ass is dripping and we're shoveling manure. Get out of here with this. I don't I wouldn't even be able to comprehend what she's talking about, frankly. Frankly. um. So then, you know, they're all talking about Jen and Gina again it really has this. Saying with Tamara, smart girl that Gina at times. Because she, like I said, knows that this will get her a second another season. I was gonna say second season, but the bitches went on for too long. I forget even how many years at this point It like blacked it out. Um, excuse me. But Tamara said that Jen has a weird relationship with the truth. And I agree because Jen, I've said this for weeks, came on this show not thinking people would really pry into the relationship between her and Ryan, which is, like, incredibly naive and very stupid um, of her. And so when people are asking her questions, she's not telling the truth. You can't say, like, we never had a physical relationship when, like, babe, you did. Like, no one's having emotional affairs for nine months when they look like the two of you and you're working out together. Like, that's not a thing, okay? I'm sorry. It's just I don't believe it is. Um... And listen, I don't really care that she cheated. Like, it's not great. I don't like cheaters. I I do believe once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, that is a philosophy I do subscribe to. But especially with this person, like, he has such a track record of this shit. Like, And he also has a shady track record with Jen. Not even with other women, but, like, with Jen, too. That's what's, like, even weirder is that she is not being honest with herself and if tamra gets a sense of like you're not being truthful she will she's like a dog with a bone she will not stop and but the thing is like she does like jen so it's like she just wants there to be honesty but again Tamara knows that this is going to make a great show it's just delicious television you guys it's so amazing um and You know, Gina's very upset about this Jen cheating situation. And what I find so fascinating, you guys, like I said, the dynamics within this group are just so interesting to me, is Shannon doesn't seem to have an issue with it. And Shannon, her situation was like, what I know, because Gina only, we really only know that like Matt cheated on her, which is a horrible yes, Um, And then, you know, dragged her down the stairs and got felony charges. But that I feel like is more we should take issue with and like less of his like rehabilitation for that because he sounds like a fucking piece of shit um, than him cheating. But anyway, uh, yeah, so it's interesting that Shannon is like, listen, like things happen and I'm so removed from it now because my life has gotten better. I see She's probably like, I see David's life and it's shit. He lives with that crazy woman, Leslie. He has like a new baby. He's like 80 years old. Like he's not living large, okay? Shannon's got those child support payments coming in. She's thriving. Maybe not thriving, but she's doing better than David. And that's all she cares about at the end of the day. Let's be real. Get real. So to see Gina get so upset and Heather handles it master she handles this so fucking perfectly you guys she gets gina secluded she comes after her she also defends her because she's like listen like if this happened to me if terry did what jen did to her family i would be furious like this is not okay we need to stop stop we need to stop like pretending cheating is okay which to be fair i don't think anyone's like saying it's okay like no one's like championing i have such a hard word saying i have such a hard time saying that word championing cheating um but i think it's interesting that she was like get off the phone with travis the michelin man not because he's a larger fellow but i just feel like he would work for like jiffy lube uh no shade but that's just the vibe i get he's very simpleton um which i don't think that as gina's whatever we don't have to get into that right now um anyway she's like we don't have to call travis like you cannot come to travis with this and this my friend's is a very crucial, I think, part of a relationship and why her and Terry are very successful in their relationship. is she knows there's limits, men have fucking limits. You cannot go to your boyfriend or your husband, no matter how amazing your relationship is with them, with every fucking problem, especially one that pertains to your ex. That is probably not ideal for them. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it if Danny called me crying from montana about his ex i'd be like bye like this is shit you got to focus on and work out like there are certain things you know and not to quote the titanic but women's hearts are as deep as the ocean you know we've got a lot of secrets we've got a lot of complexities that guys frankly straight men just don't understand and that is okay that is why you seek female friendships gracie and i are firm believers that female friendships are literally what make the world go round. We are we feel so strong and passionate about female friendships. And it's like, talk to your girls about this shit. Don't talk to Travis. Don't call in crying. That is like also a big mistake. When you're in like a huge fight with a friend, like don't call your boyfriend, especially if it's a fight that like can be reconciled or you're just like upset. I just feel like they don't understand. They're not going to really give you the emotional response that you're ever looking for, even if it's the even if they're the best. Like, for example, you guys, I was driving down the street last week and I don't know why this happens to me, but it happens to me a lot. I see stray animals like I just see them and I always stop my car and try to do something because I don't know. It's just like I feel a call to do this anyway. So I stopped my car and I see this dog and he's like slowly walking across the street. He's sniffing the ground a lot, which means I think like he's really hungry. But I have Ruby in the car because we just brought her. I just picked her up from the groomers. But I stopped my car because like people are like driving by him, like swerving out of the way. I'm like, you guys are fucking monsters. Stop for this poor creature. Like he's not well. Like he's starving and he's alone and he's abandoned. So I stopped my car. I'm in the middle of Detroit, which like this area is not ideal. I'm going to be honest. It's not ideal. Um, Grassroom, Mount Elliot. If you know where that is, I tip my hat. It's it's pretty gnarly over there. But so I stop my car. I get out. He's so sweet. He's like looking at me with these big eyes and his tail's wagging. And like I give him some treats because I always, always, always carry dog treats on me. And he ate them right up. And I swear to God, you guys, if I didn't have her be in the car, I would have just taken him but I didn't. And then I called, I called the Humane Society. They didn't answer. They transferred me to animal control. I talked to animal control. I have the confirmation number for him. Sorry, it's a long story, but I called Danny because I'm so upset. I'm like crying. And he's like, babe, it's okay. Like things happen. Like it's a dog. Like he was being as sweet and supportive as he could be. But in that moment, like you needed a girlfriend, you know, like I should have called Gracie and I'm like, Gracie, there's a dog. And I did after I hung up with Danny because it's like, he's like, babe, he'll be okay. So naturally, I went home, dropped movie off, got a big bowl of food and dropped it off where I saw the dog. And then I came back like the next day and the food was gone. So I hope like some cute little animal uh, ate it. Um, but and this is like not to say that like you shouldn't go to your partner with issues or if you're upset with a friend or like I'm not saying that. But I definitely think like you shouldn't be used your significant other is a therapist and that goes for any gender okay i'm just gonna say that so Tamara talks to jen and i loved this because it was like Tamara's like babe we gotta talk about your man he is a cheater he's going to hurt you i don't want him to hurt you like that's not what i want but it's probably gonna happen and then she brings up the dick the dick pic to her friend heather and Jen tries to swirl around this story and try to make it make sense. And it sounds insane. Now, I had a friend like this who has a man in her life, and we are, her and I are no longer friends, who did shit like this. Not shit like this, but just like really shady shit. Really, like, everything was like, there was an excuse for everything. Smoke and mirrors, like I'm like, this is a lot of smoke for there to be no fire, but go off, girl. Like I said, we're no longer friends. We're between those lines. Um, Figure that out. And um, it's just really crazy to like watch it on TV, watch a woman like be like, well, he was doing it as a joke. It was just a dick pic. He meant it. And Tara was like, why would he send it to someone he was standing right next to on a plane? He obviously meant it to go to this woman. And then she got her to actually confess what it said. And It was like, hi, like. my my, i miss you my lip dick or something and i'm like this is so gross if i ever found out that this was happening to me like a man of danny sent his dick to some woman on snapchat and he's 45 years old bitch bye get the fuck out of here absolutely not I don't know. I just think Tara was really on it this season. I think all the women are firing on all cylinders. Like I'm thrilled with the season. I hope you guys are too. If not, this is a really weird episode of a podcast for you to listen to. Um. Anyway, that's all I have for you guys. Please rate, review and subscribe or ever listen to podcasts. Go check out Patreon slash shortcomings. Um, we're doing amazing things over there. Go support us there. Me and Chris. Um, we don't just talk about Secret City. We talk about everything. We have bonus episodes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, love you guys. Bye. Media Production.